0: Hello, lady gang. Guess what? March is Women's History Month. That's right. Right now, you can join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during the month of March. That's right. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. This is awesome, folks. If you have a lady in your life of any age, you want them to have all the opportunities for success and happiness, right? Be the change you want to see in the World Plus, you can shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at macy's.com/purpose. Again, that's macy's.com/purpose and happy Women's History Month. You go, girl.
1: Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network
0: and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Now, you know, I can't keep a secret or a deal to myself, which is why I'm telling you the best place to find spring savings, Ross. Yes, the Ross. They have the looks you'll love this spring for less. Ross has the best finds and the latest brands at 20 to 60% off what you pay at department stores. So trust me, you don't want to miss out on these deals on your favorite tops. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. And don't forget the sandals. You know, Ross has those on the low. Deals on handbags. Yep hold my purse, get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. And let's not forget about the guys. There are plenty of great deals on men's shirts and more. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself because you deserve to look like a million bucks without spending it. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross.
2: Hey guys, it's your lady gang, Jack Vanek, Kelty Knight, and Becca Tobin. Thank you so much for subscribing on iTunes, and thanks for supporting the great sponsors who make it possible for us to have this much fun with you every single week for free. Well, what is this?
0: Welcome to the Lady Gang.
3: That's amazing. Say that again. The Lady Gang. Things are about to change around here.
0: Each week, we catch up with Hollywood's hottest girl posse, Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. Hello, hello, hello,
1: and welcome to the Lady Gang. I am Becca Tobin, here with Kelty Knight. I almost just had trouble saying my uh, name. I know. Don't forget who else is here. And Callie, the puppy, and is Elena Elena. also Elena's here. here. too. <laughs> like, Callie, Elena's Elena's the puppy, is here. here. okay Callie how do you like living at Chateau night it has to be like one bark for a yes and two barks for a no (laughs) Kelty keeps like apologizing for her puppy behaving like a puppy and I think it's funny She's you know. just living. She's not even she's, she's like a good puppy. She really is a good dog. I do she's like so that sweet. she's a street dog and you said she hides her food in the yard. She
3: hides her food everywhere. She hid her food in my ankle weights in my office today. Aww. It's cuz in the, on
1: the streets she, of Mexico she had to hide, to hide it.
3: Up. I know. Well, wow, she's smart Poor though. Thing. She's smart. You're giving really her such cute. a good life. I know. She's so lucky. She's great. I've already started buying her like all her designer clothes. Yes. Oh my god, please don't.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> please now do. It's please do. For
0: good week yes it is bad week oh no
2: okay i'm going first okay do it
3: Your hair's long becca oh i know thank
2: you um
3: (laughs) so chic right now
2: it's
1: so chic uh so you guys remember us talking about the instagram account becca on people oh yeah yeah.
3: i love becca on people
1: they just tagged us in another post today you guys (laughs) this one is my favorite okay it's us as the Friends cast.
2: Oh, yes. yes. And I'm just Who really, thank Phoebe? you so much
1: for making me Rachel. That's all I want to tell Poor this Phoebe person. Rachel. Am I Phoebe? You're, no, you're Monica.
2: I'm
3: Phoebe? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. What? <laughs> I'm the least Phoebe. I'm definitely a Monica. You're <laughs> are a Phoebe. Monica. I guess that's true. It's you're true. The, but I don't want to be a Phoebe. Can I only wants to be Phoebe. I also a Phoebe. don't like Can friends? someone tell me
1: what these snacks are? It's coconut chips.
3: Oh. Enjoy. It's delicious.
2: They're, are those the dang ones? Yeah so, so good. good not a sponsor Ooh, those Hashtag are so good Hashtag okay. are They should good be a sponsor you? yeah i
3: mean they're not bad for you but they're okay. i don't think checks. it's the same as eating like a leaf of green yeah <laughs> right okay so here's my bad week
1: ever since my toilet exploded i've been very careful <laughs>
3: toilet gate 2018 toilet gate, toilet 20, gate. 2017
1: 18. 17 bleeding into 18 okay <laughs> it was hey that new, was 18 it
3: was a new Year's celebration was was it of 2018? 2018? It 2018 yeah it was earlier this Everywhere. year Everywhere.
2: Really? Okay. Hoodgate. It's 2018 right now. Oh, my God. Elena you guys, I thought we were know. in 2019 for
3: a second. I don't know where oh, I God am. Who cares? That's definitely something Phoebe would do. Yeah. <laughs> How so dare you?
1: I'm not Phoebe. I'm
3: kidding, John. I'll be
1: Phoebe, guys. I like no, Lisa No, you're Kudrow. definitely
3: Rachel because she ran out on Didn't her. you say you were Rachel? Because she ran out on what? <laughs> she like, <laughs> has anyone? never been dumped. True. Guys, we're always obsessed with her. True. Thanks, guys. Um, I was. I'm only a Rachel because I still have that bad '90s haircut. <laughs> you don't. That haircut's <laughs> gonna come back though. It's, it's about back. time for it. Wait till it's back. What the, it's cho- kind the of bad. long layers? I've seen it
2: and the highlights. Mm-hmm. You know, like 19 year old Instagram models are gonna definitely get that haircut. Definitely. Um, okay, so here's my bad week. I
1: have you know I'm a new new bleeder. It's like <laughs> I had so many years without Welcome bleeding because of my IUD. Well, I've been so careful about my toilets. And out of habit, like old habit, when I had my period, I went to remove my tampon the other day and I flushed it down the toilet. And then I was like, mother effer, I'm going to clog our toilet again because you're not supposed to flush tampons. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Jack but had to move out of her apartment in Venice because the plumbing I'll was bad. Out. Wonder why? Okay, yeah. back to Becca. So then, <laughs> all these lies about me. So then, <laughs> oh, allegedly.
1: So then, I second. Literally the same day, second tampon. Yeah. Same thing. Put it in my toilet. Muscle Uh-oh, memory. But right before I flushed, you pulled it out with a scissor.
2: I pulled with it your out hand. with a
1: tong with my hand.
2: Oh God! I've done that before. You have. Yeah, for sure.
1: But, like, how do I break this habit every time I've gone? I, it's like I have to train, retrain myself to not flush
2: tampons down the toilet. If you need to be
3: hard, Becca, but I believe in you. If if you need, like, an alarm
2: it, on your phone that any
3: time tampon actually, is out. If anyone can do it, it's you. Do you know what I think we should You're do You're only, that? like, a 30-something woman who's had her period for 20 years. I know. But, okay. So Minus, like, five of I those feel years. like I should create,
1: like, for my plumbing situation. We don't
2: need to give anybody else our ideas to make an app from.
1: It's not an app.
2: <laughs> okay. It's a net that
1: catches anything (laughs) if you're not pooping and you're just peeing. Like a phone? Like a phone. Or I dropped an (laughs) earring. Or my glasses. Yes. (laughs) There should be a net, like the potty net. Except for how do you differentiate a piece of.
3: What's the stool that you put up your. um, Oh, squatty potty. The squatty squatty potty potty and then accessory. Like when you buy your squatty potty, you get a free potty net. You guys, we have like a whole thing of
2: all of our products between the muffler, (laughs) smooth move tee, a squatty potty, and now the net. I talk about Smooth Move tea like every other day. We we already made that. that. No, I know, but we didn't invent Squatty Potty either. (laughs) But I feel like it's like a Mm -hmm. whole conglomerate of all Mm -hmm. these like woman bathroom products. Yeah,
1: it's pretty good. I think the net's good, except sometimes you have those like sneaky poops that just come
2: out. (laughs) So do you only put up the net if you're peeing? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Or mm. how about the net is always there, and then if you're going to poop, you remove the net. It Honestly, you oh could just, just gone on way
2: too long. You could put a they strainer in head. your toilet. Next, my good week. Okay, so my...
3: <laughs> and you just bump it up. Yeah, bottom. done. Ew. Invented. Yeah. All right, my bad week. I'm next. You guys, I have um, something to tell you, and it might change your mind about me. And Elena doesn't even know. Kelly oh. doesn't know either. So change I know our, live with me. our mind about you? About what? About everything that who I am. Who we thought Did you, you not were. follow a rule? Yes, I broke a rule. I am the accessory to a major crime. you're going to say murder, murder. <laughs> it's your new podcast, Martelli <laughs> D- Murder. So. The city came by because it's Hollywood Bowl season, and they put a giant no-parking sign Mm-mm. in my front yard. No. And I was like, first of all, knock, knock. We're going to do this would be nice. It, I, It's my property. It's yeah. not city property. That, like the not legal? The street is technically – well, I don't know, Jack. So I maybe not. Maybe I didn't break the law. Anyway – they dug that in. They put a giant no parking sign in the middle of my newly planted <laughs> lavender. And I did what only I could do. I said, nope, not today, Satan. <laughs> and I pulled that parking sign out no, of the ground. And then I was like, well, what the F I'm I going to do with an eight foot long piece of steel? The trash won't take it. They can't take it. It's illegal. Was it like a super tall sign? Like, the super like tall, a, like with a, a big metal sign. sign a parking Holy sign. It's my sign in front of my house. Yeah.
1: Was just hit by the trash truck this week and it's down in our lawn.
3: But they didn't take it. Nope, they won't take it. It's against the rules. So what I did is I threw it in the backyard in the little space (laughs) where my plants are, and I'm hoping the ivy covers it up and it will just live there forever. But until it does get covered up, I feel like I'm like smuggling drugs or something.
1: Wait, but here's my question: Are you going to be so pissed when people park there? No
3: one's going to park there. That's it's so far from the first of all. They block off the whole street, so unless you have a driver's license with a local, they don't even let you up that street during the bowl. That would just be such
2: a long walk to like that. Wouldn't be the place I would park.
3: Yeah, so anyway, I'm gonna park there. (laughs) Yeah, sure. You can always park in my driveway. But anyway, my point being, I broke the rules. Okay, good week. I have a new word. Yes, but it's not like a dictionary word. It's just like it's it's in the same vein as roll the tape. Okay, you have a new phrase. A new phrase. (laughs) And the word <laughs> phrase is <I> <laughs> cranky making. That is really cranky making. Like I not like that when you're pissed off. <laughs> like that
1: sign was cranky making. Yeah, yeah. yeah Like yeah, yeah. when I
3: woke up in the morning and I got my period and it was all over my sheets. That is something that is oh my just God, that happened making. to me this morning. Like when people are late, it's cranky making. Yeah. Okay.
2: Did you I make really this up or did you hear it somewhere?
3: I think I heard it somewhere, but I'm taking credit. Credit. Cranky making. Mm-hmm. Like Elena. She gets so mad at me when I delete emails that I'm not supposed to delete from our shared email account. And it's really cranky-making for her. Mm-hmm. Right? I like Start how it rolls Elena cranky. I can't make Elena cranky. She's too calm. It's annoying. She's, She's a, a zen master. Okay, Jack?
2: Okay, my... Good week. I don't even know if this is a good or a bad week, but oh god.
3: Sorry. It's like an interesting week. It's not Oh my god. It's not an <laughs> oh, interesting. My week. god. That is so cranky making to me. <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> okay. Did well- you feel good or bad? I
2: I guess I left feeling good about it. So, good week. Good, good week. week. <laughs> so ever since... I mean, it's only been two and a half years, Jack. <laughs> I knew you'd get pissed about it, but I still don't... Like, I'll say this, and then of you. you'll be like, I don't know, that's not good. <laughs> But Phoebe, anyways, Phoebe's not black and white. She's like, She's yeah. all this in is image. in the gray area. So ever since um we announced that we're doing our show on E, I've had many of people come out of the woodworks trying to hit me up, Be especially friends. people you? that I have dated in the past. Ooh. No way. Oh yeah, for sure. So Tunis. So, yeah. So the day that the show got announced, I got this DM from this musician that I used to like hook up with ten years ago. And it says this. Jack Vanek, you popped up on my Explore page, and and I said, I know that person. Looks like you've done well for yourself. I knew you always would. Hope all is well and have a great day. I'm like, okay, that's nice. Didn't respond to it because I don't give a shit. Then two days ago, I get a message from him again. Maybe he thinks I didn't see the first message saying, Jack, holy shit, you popped up on my IG, and I haven't talked to you in forever. Shut up. Looks like things are going well for you, and I hope life has brought you everything you've ever wanted. I'm like... I just randomly popped up on your feed twice, huh? Who is
3: this person? I,
2: I'll tell you after, but it's... Morons. Is there
3: any chance that you're going to... What's the word when you revisit the same dick? Ooh. Oh, it's the... Um, we have a word for this, you guys. We do? Like, recycling? Yeah. Is there any chance you're going to go back and just have a one night stand with him just to relive it?
2: No, well, I've never hooked up with. I've only like made out with him. Oh, it was just like a random make up. it Pete Wentz? <laughs> no. Okay. Ew.
3: No. Okay. Uh, um, rich, probably, but old and just the guy from Third Eye Blind. Not
2: interested. No, I never made out. If with I him.
3: get it right, will you tell me? I mean, yes. Oh shit. Okay, I'm going to think Is about this over the break. No. He was famous. He's written. He's he's a songwriter, and then it's like Martin. What? Ew. No. I mean. Okay. We're not going to do this. <laughs> no. Anyway, my reactions, reactions are not good. cranky. Making it's cranky making. I'm Cranky now. Okay, okay. Okay.
2: What's your good bad week? Bad week. That was apparently <laughs> a good week. I don't know if what apparently. <laughs> so bad week. Um, I was in Vegas recently. Uh, saw Kelty there, and um, I stayed at the Palazzo in exchange for posting on Instagram, and I was at the pool taking pictures to tag them in, whatever, mm-hmm. It's my bikini, with an Aperol spritz, doing the whole thing, getting a good picture, and I'm, like, posing, posing, Afton's taking pictures of me, and then all of a sudden I hear, hey, Jack, and I was like, oh, no, man's voice, and it was a guy that I've dated just sitting in the pool no. watching me no. for, like, <laughs> 10 minutes No. while I'm, like, trying to get a good Instagram He's photo. He's probably, like, dodged that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then he, like, gets up and we chat, and we're being super flirty. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you should hit me up, and, like, we can get together later on today. He's like, yeah, totally. Never heard from him. So. Maybe because you were taking Instagram photos. 100%. You did
3: look really cute in your bikinis, though. Thank
2: you. I appreciate it. You know, you got to do what you got to do.
3: Honestly, right.
1: seeing you in a bikini right now, it's like seeing myself. Like, you know, you just get so used to your own body. <laughs> yeah.
3: I like no others like, Oh, there's tiny thigh dimple. Yeah. Like, Not oh. that you have any dimples. Okay. <laughs> I do. When we come back, we're going to talk about health.
0: You're listening to the Lady Gang.
3: Our guest today earned her health coaching certificate from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, where she learned one of a kind holistic health counseling techniques, lifestyle management tools, and over 100 dietary theories. This is everything gluten free, paleo, raw, vegan and basically everything in between. She's going to teach us how to deconstruct our cravings, and as the creator of the Sexy Sugar Cleanse, she will be upset to learn that Becca and I are both chomping on jelly beans at this exact moment, and she will help us rid ourselves of our addiction to sugar once and for all. Please welcome to the podcast our health guru, Jess Sukan. Sukan. (laughs) Thank you. i I so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. So, okay, first of all, If you guys are interested in checking her out and following along on her Instagram or site, it's bodyblissbyjess.com. And the Instagram is bodyblissbyjess. You can see all of her beautifulness. Now let's talk about it. How are we doing with these jelly beans? Are you mad? Are you offended? (laughs) No, I'm not offended at all. I mean, you got to live it up. Are we actually jelly beans? Well, well we were. Yes. But there's but also coconut chips I put out for because I thought it would be Aww. more healthy. I love coconut <laughs> chips. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> basically what we did is we went to our girls and we asked them to ask us the craziest questions. And we have them all for you. But first I just want to ask you, what is your story? Why did you want to get involved in this?
4: Yeah. So my story starts from a really young age. And I always say that I feel like my whole life has kind of been setting me up to do what I do, and I just didn't really even know it until the last couple of years. Um, but it really starts, you know, back in high school, and I'm sure we can many of us can relate to being insecure about our bodies, and, you know, in the beginning of high school, I was very big into swim team and volleyball, and was very active, and never really even thought about my weight. And then after you know quitting those sports and continuing to go to Starbucks and grab a 24 ounce Frappuccino and chalupas in between, um, I realized quickly I could put on 40 pounds like nothing, and so it really began there. And it was like I had no idea what to do. I didn't have the tools. I was raised by, as you know, a health educator guru mother, and so I knew what to do at home. But it was like I had this gray area. When I got to school, and was on breaks and doing the things that nobody was watching me do that had become habits. And, you know, after swim team, burning all those calories and then gorging myself at um, the vending machines. And so, you know, I just started doing it unhealthy. I started restricting my food and I started, I took diet pills at one point and experienced every single symptom on the back of the diet pill container and was thinking I was dying, Mm -hmm. Um, like having hot sweats and then cold sweats and then feeling like I was going to pass out and not wanting to go home and tell my parents and not knowing where to go. And so, you know, flash forward to college and it was like then starts binge drinking with your friends and you want to be a part of the social life and you want to go out and as we all know, too, at, at about 3 a.m. after we've drank all night, all we want is fourth meal,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and fourth meal, fourth meal. Taco talk about really, yeah. <laughs> and it was usually talk about, or if I was being healthy, quote unquote, it was Subway, and so yeah, and I didn't want to miss out, so it was like I would restrict myself throughout the week. I'd work out two hours, thinking I had to go on the treadmill, which I can't even imagine trying to do that now. Working out mm-hmm. on the treadmill for an hour, oh, um, and then an hour of strength, just so I could binge on the weekends. Like living in these highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, even after college, it was like I met my now husband and we were partying all the time and it just didn't get better. It just kept going. And so as I went through life, you know, we actually ended up going abroad and teaching English in South Korea for a year together. And I had a lot more time to work on fitness. And so and in a pretty extreme way. So Mm -hmm. I was like, again, had a bunch of time before school, was working out an hour and a half, two hours Restricting my calories, eating, t- trying to eat 1,200 calories a day, and work out oh, an hour and a half a day, and then tracking everything in my fitness pal, and having panic attacks if I went over my calorie restric- restrictions for the day, um, and then just being so stoked once the weekend came because we would go into Seoul and we would go out to the clubs and we would drink soju and we'd stay out till six <laughs> in the morning, and then I'd have a hangover and the next day I'd be crying, hitting the wall, like. For, like, I'd have to have headphones in because I couldn't even look at the screen, but yet somehow it was worth it. And I would do it yeah. every weekend. Yeah. Um. And so I just struggled throughout my whole, like, 10 years of life living in these highs and lows of, like, trying every single diet under the freaking sun. Like, everything. You name it, I've done it. Atkins, I've done it. I've done carb restriction, macrocycling, um, HCG injections in my stomach, you know. Everything and yeah, they work for the short term, but then there's a reason I have gained and lost thirty or forty pounds multiple times throughout my life. Um, And so, you know, I ended up working for a national weight loss clinic outside of college because my mom was actually the hormone health educator who pioneered saliva testing within their centers, which was amazing. And I got this opportunity to work as a health coach. And it was great, but like the um, rule, I guess, or what I needed to do to become a consultant was I had to go on their diet and that was very restrictive. Mm -hmm. And so I perpetuated what I was already dealing with. So I'm sitting there with clients, loving that I'm getting these great results, connecting with them, um, feeling so empowered, but inside thinking about food constantly, constantly critiquing my body. I mean, I've told this story before, but going out. To dinner with my family and having a mini meltdown on my sister's birthday because everyone ordered carrots with their dish and carrots aren't on the plan <laughs> and my parents are supposed to be on the plan too and so I was freaking out at them like carrots and onions aren't on the plan what are we doing and and then it was like I was trying to restrict all of them from ordering dessert on my sister's birthday and and so it was and I was I was it wasn't just the restriction it was like my muscles were physically starting to hurt and I was weak and I was low on energy and I didn't feel good. I resented all my friends that were going out and having fun, but convincing myself, oh, this is so great. Like I'm not hungover on the weekends and I'm so productive and it's so good, but inside I was just hurting. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, that job left a bad taste in my mouth. So I got completely out of it, went into event production and marketing and PR, moved to LA from Portland, worked for this big PR firm. And started to get a handle on eating um, a little bit better. It wasn't as restrictive. I kind of found out what balance meant a little bit more. But the high stress of that job caused me to um, get these debilitating migraines, which I can go into more um, later. But um, I ended up being in and out of doctor's offices. That really didn't help me. And I... um, Ended up curing myself holistically. Wow. I said no to all the drugs. I said mm-hmm. no to all the recommendations that I was being given. And I I went at it. I read a book. And I'm happy to dive more into it because it is such an integral part of my story. Um, but cured myself and then realized, you know, I really want to help other people do the same. Mm-hmm. And so I took a leap of faith. I quit my job. Um, thank God for my sister who's sitting here. She was like my pep talk guru person that I went to, my mentor, and she continuously said, you got to do it, like now or never, just do it. Mm -hmm. Same with my husband. He was super supportive, my parents. Um, So I left and I went to school, got my degree at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and started seeing some friends for clients at first and gradually growing my business. And at the same time, I'd figured out a way of eating and a lifestyle that worked for me long term that I really believed in and and found out it's not just a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's been... couple years since then and I can truly say like I haven't had a migraine headache like I had ever had back then since I feel totally comfortable with the way that I eat the way that I live my life I know that it changes depending on what I'm going through so it's not always the same and I'm open to that Mm -hmm. yeah um so that's kind of long story but um yeah what led me to now coaching full-time Amazing.
3: All right. So let's coach our girls. Are you ready? They need it. So many things. Okay.
1: I need it just (laughs) selfishly.
3: Okay. Well, Becca, at the end of all these questions, if your question hasn't been answered, I will give you a question. Thank you so much. Are you ready? I just think what she just said
1: that so many women identify with Mm -hmm. all of those things. It's like, we're so extreme.
0: Yeah.
2: And I just love that
1: you were able to kind of verbalize like the thing the shit we go through the ups and the downs.
2: Well and it's also just operating and this is how I was growing up is operating on like a guilt basis where yes, it's like shame. Yeah, it's all it's all shame and guilt with food. And that's mm-hmm. how I had such a bad relationship with food growing up as well. So it's like, yeah, that is really good to know. And I'm sure like so many other girls yeah I deal feel like with I was food the same way. Myself no,
1: totally you're same. either on it, I'm, I'm not there yet though. Or you're
4: yeah. Off, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't quite no, figured yet. We've <laughs> all
3: experienced it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay, so the first person wanted to know, what is the healthiest sugar substitute? Is it Stevia?
4: I usually, yeah, my go-to would be Stevia and or monk fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stevia and monk fruit are both zero glycemic, meaning that they're not going to spike your blood sugar levels. Um, but you do want to be careful because there are a lot of Stevia brands out there and monk fruit, which are highly processed, chemically processed. And, I mean, I think it's it's either Coke or Pets. Pepsi has a stevia brand, mm-hmm. and so if you look on, you turn over a lot of the stevias that are out there, and they have ten ingredients. Mm. It's a um, pretty clear sign that you want to steer clear of that one. Um, I love the stevia dropper bottles from Trader Joe's; that one's great. And then monk fruit, Lakanto is one of my favorite brands, and they have a dropper bottle as well as granulated. Um, but yeah, those are my two
3: okay. substitutes. What do you think of keto?
4: Everyone's I had talking a about keto. You're gonna ask me that.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah.
4: I mean, I think it's a great tool for some people. I just, like I said earlier, it's, for me, it's really come down to in my life and coaching clients, it is not a one-size-fits-all. And I know we hear that a lot, but what that means is that how could there be a one-size-fits-all if there's a, over a hundred different dietary theories and there's a new one coming out every single day? If we had figured it out, we'd all be doing the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, keto is great. Everyone should do it. I do think that there are benefits for many people. I was just listening to Mark Sisson, who's the creator of Primal Kitchen. Have you ever had, like, their mails? Yeah. Or- I mean, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So he has, like, great meals and dressings. And mm-hmm. he was a pro athlete who um, was doing the traditional carb loading that everyone was taught to do, um, you know, back in the day before his workouts. And he was, you know, athletic and winning all these races and doing all these ma- amazing things. But he was sick and inflamed, and have terrible IBS, and was, had arthritis at a really young age, and was deteriorating. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he created, well, he didn't create the ketogenic diet, but he started his line of products, and his business based on his um, newfound diet of the, ke- which is most, mostly keto. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's called, the I think he calls it the primal diet. But um, yeah, so I mean, it puts, instead of using glucose for your primary source of energy, you're using fat. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there are many benefits because as we can talk about with the sugar cleanse, once you start burning fat for fuel instead of sugar for fuel, you can become much more efficient and you, um, I mean, people report incredible energy levels, um, not having the dependency on carbs and sugars that they had before, inflammation being severely reduced, um, being able to work out longer and harder without feeling exhausted, without joints hurting, so many people that have carb loaded and done that that way of eating before intense workouts will express like severe pain um, and just kind of adjusting to it. And so I think it's great because it can, for some people, be an amazing way to not only take your health to the next level, to feel good, to to reduce inflammation. Um, but also not to be so dependent on
3: foods like sugars and carbs. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, and I go to the next question, can we still drink?
4: <laughs> on keto or on, on the li- sugar? In like on healthiness. <laughs> oh, in life. So of course.
3: What? I just I to I hope so. That. <laughs> um, <laughs> that question was written by our um, our viewer named um, Jack uh, Vignac, <laughs> Vignac.
2: Vignac? I think the last one. I don't know. Sounds familiar. How's an Aperol spritz in all these diets? I love it. I love it. No, I mean,
4: I am... The word balance can be overused, but I really am a proponent for balance. And what that means is, you know, how can you live your life and not feel like you are living in the highs and lows of a cheat day? Mm -hmm. And, you know, how can you live your life so that you're not constantly obsessing over when you can have a drink. Yep. So it's like, well, on Saturday, I'm going to work out really hard and then I'm going to eat perfect all day and then I'm going to have one drink and then on Sunday, I'm going to totally restrict myself and just going through these highs and lows. Kind and, of binging. Yeah. And it, and it's a, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. So with alcohol, of course, there's the downsides to alcohol, but there's also the positives. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Tequila is delicious. I have <laughs> a good tequila with fresh lime and... Um, I'll even make like my own margarita if I'm trying to be a little healthier with some stevia in there and like some muddled fruit. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's great and it's a social lubricant and let's not pretend that it's not fun. You know, it is fun. And so I think that if you can have it in moderation and you can listen to your body and if you feel like, you know, what, I can have three drinks over the course of four hours and drink water in between and feel really good and Eat a healthy meal and wake up the next day and have my same morning meal as I normally would and not restrict myself. Um,
3: then I don't see I don't see the harm in it. Jack, you can drink. What yeah. about tips on Woo. sleep? The woman who wrote this said, "I sleep too much or not enough." Just started on trazodone. Trazodone, no, trazodone. sounds like a prescription sleep yeah. medication. So tips on just getting sleep, falling asleep, getting to lay. sleep. Yes.
4: Um, I'm I'm pretty lucky. I don't I've never had a problem falling asleep. Oh, you bitch. I know. Yeah. I just lights like as soon as I hit the bed I'm out. But I do know and I have many, many clients who have troubles falling asleep and staying asleep, or they can fall asleep and then they wake up in the middle of the night and they can't fall back to sleep. So my top tips are um, keep your bedroom your sanctuary. That's the place that you sleep. Maybe watch a show, but sleep. You know, calm, like I have a Himalayan salt lamp next to my bed and I turn that on and there's no other lighting in the room at least a few hours before I go to bed. So my brain can kind of adjust to the lighting that would be outside in nature and get those circadian rhythms, you know, in Mm -hmm. the right place. Um, So having calming lighting, keeping blue lights, blue screens um, out of the bedroom, you know, not scrolling through Instagram right before you go to sleep, not checking your emails, and it's not only the light that can shut down melatonin production, but it's also it gets your brain wired right yeah. before bed. Like if you're reading emails that you need to answer the next day, you're probably going to be dreaming about work. And that's going to feel like you slept, you worked all night. Mm-hmm. Um, So I would say those are some of my top tips. If you need um, a little extra boost, I wouldn't go for prescription medication because that can cause dependency, but something like a melatonin, which Mm -hmm. you can take, our naturally, our body naturally produces it, and and yeah, calm magnesium. Oh
3: yeah, I love that. Yeah, love the calm. Me too. The calm is
4: so good, and and most of us, eighty percent of us, actually are deficient in magnesium, and so calm just really, really, you know, gets us calming down before bed, relaxing, um, getting into that state that we need to be before we go to sleep.
1: How do you feel about marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, do I do it? <laughs> or, no, like, I've been smoking <laughs> a I lot of marijuana it? lately, and I'm a little worried about, like, the dependency situation. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's like a. Natural.
2: Right. Apparently, you can't get a good addicted to weed. I'm addicted. I, I am too. Yeah, I mean, that's
4: a great question. I don't smoke weed. It's not because I think it's bad or wrong right. or anything like that. I just never really gotten into it, and my experiences with it have always been like I've out a little bit or yeah. anxiety, or I get just so antisocial.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah,
4: like oh yeah, a, like a useless person, like a waste of space. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think again, it's. The same advice I would give with food or drinks or anything—it's every single person's different, and so you can study every strain of weed that you like and go into a weed shop, and they'll tell you like this is great for sleep and this is great for anxiety yeah. and this is—but I know, for instance, I I know someone in my life I can give the same strain of weed to, and they're super talkative and social, and the next person who goes
1: right to sleep. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe some people there is some sort of dependency that's created around it. I will say though, um, I actually did a talk. On this, Um, it was at a cannabis event production company that threw this event, and I don't smoke, so it was funny. But I was talking about mindful eating, and the mindful munchies are a real thing because when you smoke weed and you get hungry, again, you know, you can tend to overeat. Oh yeah, and not overeat salads and healthy things, but want like, I know when i've smoked in the past i want red red vines for some reason and so i think it's just being mindful like having healthy snacks around you you know having like a little dessert that you make that's a healthier alternative or doing something satiating like a nut butter um you know maybe mixed with like some cacao nibs and a little stevia on top like something sweet and satiating and yeah just being mindful about it but i am not against it by any means i think there's a lot of benefit thank god
0: now back to the lady gang this is
3: a great question What can I do, supplements I can take to help lose weight when I am stuck? I work out regularly, eat healthy and organic. I drink lots of water, but I just cannot lose a pound. How do you determine if there's something bigger going on, thyroid, autoimmune, et cetera? Get tested for your hormones.
4: Get your hormones tested. Um, Yeah, I mean, really. I think if you are working out all the time, you are eating healthy, um, although if we were working together, I'd probably have you go through a day in the life of what you are eating because I think a lot of us think that we're eating healthy. And it's not that we're lying to ourselves or anyone else. It's that the food industry is telling us that we're eating healthy right. and because they're labeling all the foods with natural, organic, blah, 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 blah. And unbeknownst to us, you know, 80% of the food in grocery stores today has added sugar and not to mention all of the other additives. And so I really would probably look, take a deeper dive into what you are eating and try to find swap outs for the things that might be holding you back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it starts with, with that, but then getting your hormones tested, you know, through saliva. My mom, who was on the podcast, um, Candace Birch, she tests women's hormones, women and men's hormones in saliva, and that can uncover hidden hormonal imbalances, which can sabotage your best efforts to lose weight. What's really up with the food allergies?
3: Are we allergic? What's going on?
4: I mean, yeah. I think food allergy, allergies and intolerances are different, though. So I know that, you know, there's a lot of buzzwords, gluten-free everything, dairy-free. Um, again, how do you feel in your body? You know when something's not right. You can get tested for sure. I mean, that's one place to go. I, I wouldn't recommend that first. I would recommend doing an elimination of some of the number one triggers, you know, so gluten and dairy, unfortunately, are triggers, um, soy, peanuts, eggs. So if you are feeling, you know, really run down or headachey, or you're getting, you know, you're bloated, or you have really bad IBS, and you can't get rid of it, um, consider, you know, maybe swapping gluten out for something else for a few weeks and gradually adding it back in and then do it with dairy, you know, and go down the list and listen to your body, do a food and mood journal, see how you feel, see how your body reacts, because sometimes it takes two to three days to feel or to notice a reaction. Um, And that's what I did with my migraines. And that was a game changer for me.
3: So I have a question. So lots of the girls were wondering about supplements and, and vitamins and stuff. If you said, I know everyone's different, but if you said, you know, every woman, in my opinion, most women or every woman should be taking these three supplements a day, mm-hmm. what, what would you say to go get? For sure. Probiotic. And what do we look for? Cause there's like a zillion.
4: Yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, I have specific brands that I like. Um, hyperbiotics is, one of my favorites. And it's interesting because the strains are a little bit lower, but it's the way that they produce the probiotic. Um, It's shelf-stable, which is something that I personally look for. I think a lot of people think a probiotic has to be refrigerated. Mm -hmm. But in my research and my experience, I think it's better to be shelf-stable because when a probiotic is en route from wherever it's being shipped, how long is it out of the refrigerator? Right. Um, And if it's shelf-stable, that means that the company has successfully figured out a way to preserve the healthy, good bacteria, Um, and so I I would start there. Probiotic, okay. Um, Yeah, start with probiotic, and then, um, I'm trying to think what I take on a regular basis. B vitamins, um, for sure, B12 in particular. B12 is amazing for energy. Um, You can supplement with B12. You can also do something like eat B12 vitamins through nutritional yeast. So I know I've gotten almost every single one of my clients obsessed with nutritional yeast, but I think it's one teaspoon a day it gives you about 50 to 100 percent of your daily value for all B vitamins. Whoa. Um, and you but does s- it taste like shit? No. What do you do with it? It literally looks like these flakes, but it takes on the flavor of cheese. Oh. Um, so you can make like a cashew cream sauce out of it. Um, you can dust it over like roasted vegetables. I put it on my salads. Um, there's tons of recipes out there. There's like vegan oh. Alfredo's. So if you're missing cheese and you want to substitute, I mean, eat it every single day and get your B vitamins that way. Huh. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah. One more. One more. Uh, one more. Vitamin D. Again, another supplement that most of us are deficient in, and most of us aren't spending 15 minutes out in the sun, butt naked. So we're probably not getting enough. So I would go. Yeah, I'd go for that. Elena definitely is, and she hates the sun. She never <laughs>
3: goes in the sun. You better take <laughs> your. Nobody d- hates the sun more take than most you Take your D. Need <laughs> at
4: least five thousand IU. Not okay. a doctor, but most people do need about 5,000, um, and mood, weight yes. loss, it's, yeah, it's a game changer.
3: Bloating. All the things, this is literally the question, all, bloating, all caps. <laughs> all the things about bloating, what causes it, how to get rid of it?
4: Again, it's probably something that you're eating. Um it could be, and a lot of times bloating is um, can be a gut dysbiosis, which means an imbalance of good to bad bacteria in the gut um, so through the overuse of prescription drugs through the overuse of processed foods and sugars and xenoestrogens, you know, which are the fake estrogens found in so many cleaning supplies and makeup and all of that, um, we can create this dys- dysbiosis It's why we need to take a probiotic to refuel and feed the good bacteria. Yeah. Yeah, I would start there. Um, And then, again, I mean, figuring out what you're eating that's causing discomfort. And I think it is, you know, it doesn't have to be daunting. Like, oh, I have to remove all of these foods and all of these triggers and I can never eat them again. It's just start small and start to really listen to your body. If you love avocado toast and you're eating it for brunch every weekend, but, like, two to three hours afterwards, you're doubled over and you have to go home, I mean – Maybe look at the avocado toast. Like, is it the avocado? Is it the toast? You know, maybe try switching it out for something else. You know us. We're such basic bitches. I know. You know the really? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. is that like watermelon radish on top? I had well, it today. <laughs> okay. I love it. It's actually so, so delicious.
3: Before we talk about the sugar cleanse, I have one last question for you. Absolutely. Okay. So this is a, kind of aggressive. <laughs> what is the real deal with carbs and foods like kale and onions and fruit? Paleo and keto diets want a carb count that's so low, it feels impossible to me sometimes. I've gone weeks without even smelling a whiff of bread, but on just veggies, protein, good fats, and some very limited fruits, my net carbs could still get up there to like 35 or 40. Is that really so bad for weight loss? My brain can't compute that there are carbs in kale. I am shook. Oh, my (laughs) God. Screw
2: that.
4: Yeah, that's no way of living. Uh, yeah, sad. I'm Killed so sad out. to begin with. Yeah, and it's just who wants to <laughs> feel that to way? Life is too fun. And I, I think, yeah, I mean, we're young. I mean, I know most of your listeners are young. We need to be out there living life, enjoying life, not counting macros every single day and taking out our MyFitnessPal and obsessing over where our next meal is coming from. And that's where I was for 10 years. And it really is just, it's so frustrating. I wish I could go back in time and slap myself across the face and wake myself up to just live life. And of course we need to care about our health and the foods that we're putting into our bodies. But yes, I feel like if you feel restricted and you feel like it's unattainable and you're stressed out, you're doing more harm than good. Mm -hmm. I mean, just by being stressed out about the foods that you're eating, you're raising your cortisol levels. And that's going to cause you to hang on to belly fat. So anything that feels super restrictive, whether it's the food that you're eating, if you're working out too long, if it's, you know, you're trying to meditate every single day and that's causing you stress because you feel like you should and everyone tells you you should meditate oh, for 30 minutes a day.
3: Too stress.
2: Then you feel worse. Yeah.
3: yeah it too. really just is. like about. another thing to fail at sometimes. You know what I mean? You're like, I'm yeah. going to eat healthy this week and then you don't and you feel so like a failure.
2: It's so hard. Well, meditation especially. Yeah. yeah. You can't just meditate.
4: No. I'm like, it's, oh, yeah. No, I think like with meditation, not to like veer off too much, but- Meditation is so personal. Like, if mm-hmm. you, if yes, there are so many proven benefits. I could pull up tons of studies for you that show you that meditate. Do I meditate every morning? I sh- maybe should say yes as a health coach, but no, I don't because it's not my thing. I haven't, my relationship with it is a little bit vexed. I find myself, I'm really excited and energized when I hit, you know, when I jump out of bed in the morning and I kind of want to get to my day. Yeah. And so for me, meditation really isn't. I don't know. It's not that appealing for me. But I meditate in the sense that I try to eat at least one meal, ideally two meals, away from any sort of distraction. And I'll go outside. I have, like, a little backyard area. And I'll breathe. And I'll set my intention or, like, say thank you for my food. And I'll really pay attention to what I'm eating. And, you know, I'll seal it with gratitude. And it really makes me feel so good. And that's my form of meditation. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I On some other days, it's like I go swimming for 30 minutes at the gym and afterwards I hop into the hot sauna and I focus on breathing. And that's another form of meditation. So I think not to get too far off topic, but it really is, you know, what relationship works for you and, you know, what are you going to be able to stick to and look forward
1: to that you're not going to dread.
4: That's I love that really. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. A good thing to think about because I think there's so much pressure now. I think we've gone on the other side end of the spectrum a little bit and all these bloggers and instagrammers and all these people it's like it's an overflow mm-hmm. of more things you feel like you need to be doing mm-hmm. and more things that you're like shit, I'm not doing this and I feel guilty yet it's something that's supposed to make you feel
3: good. Right.
1: So it is really nice to hear somebody who you're so like you're a moderation person and you're, like, a very, like, personalized thing. You
3: know, it's, it's you nice know. to hear that. Yeah. But there is one thing we can all do, which is the sexy sugar cleanse. And <laughs> yes. I'm about to get on this next week. <laughs> really? So Yeah. Well, yeah. listen. Tell, so tell us about it. What do we need, like, thoughts? I mean, obviously we need to sign up. But, like, why, what are the benefits of cutting this out and so everything? Am the, I going to want to kill you? The benefits, <laughs> yes. So I guess I'll
4: kind of start um, with saying that sugar is highly addictive. So, you don't say. Yes. We all know huh, it. A shocker. Um, but it really, really is. And the reason is that um, sugar releases dopamine. So it lights up the pleasure centers of the brain, and it releases dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter. It's a, the feel-good hormone. So it's like the sex, drugs, and rock and roll hormone because it's released when you do sex, when you do drugs when you're having an awesome time i like that you said do sex that's how i got <laughs> oh, it too do
3: <gasps> oh it sound sex. like a mother. let's do a sex. when when really so sexy
4: <laughs> i think i said do weed the other day too um, but yeah so it's released anytime we're you know engaging in those types of activities but it is also released when we eat sugar but the the thing that happens is that you know maybe a couple years ago we could have a couple of squares of chocolate and we felt satisfied but then all of a sudden, the dopamine receptors get numbed, and we need more sugar to satisfy that same – to get that same euphoric feeling. And so all of a sudden, it's not just a couple squares. It's a whole bar. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, no, now I need more. And so it's just this perpetual cycle, and, and you're never getting enough. And your body does biologically become addicted to sugar. And so what I always say is that what's great about it is that it's, it really isn't your fault. And, and you can't blame yourself because when your body is biologically addicted, it is physically impossible to use willpower to overcome the cravings. And I think in this, in the media, it's, it's always sold to us. Like you just need to have more willpower or, you know, just commit. You need to be motivated, but you can't use motivation if you're biologically addicted. So, and it's been, you know, there's studies that have come out saying it's nine times more addicting than cocaine. So that's the number one reason to do it. It is highly inflammatory and inflammation is, you know, the cause behind most modern disease. Um, And so the sugar cleanse really is your opportunity to sort of hit the reset button. And it's not a diet. Um, Sometimes I wish I hadn't called it a cleanse because it really is just a system reboot. And I wanted to say sexy sugar cleanse because it's sexy, it's fun. It's not meant to be boring or restrictive. And so, you know, I created it for a client who's white knuckling herself through lunch, not to eat Oreo cookies. And I created it for her and it kind of took off. And she felt so amazing that I realized more people could benefit from it. And what I'm hearing now, the feedback is so overwhelming. And I've read testimonials that really do bring me to tears um, because it's everything from weight release, not just weight release, but energy. No more 3 p.m. slump. I hear that all the time. People just thinking that it's normal to, at 3 o'clock, all of a sudden need, like, a huge gulp of coffee. And there's no wonder that the line outside Starbucks is so deep because everybody's blood sugar levels are crashing. So they think that they need carbs and sugar to replenish. Um, And so, (laughs) yeah, so um, I think it's just... Oh, Callie, doc,
3: Callie really wants. She does not <laughs> want to go on the sugar cleanse. It's Callie's so not feeling I
4: need it. My sugar. <sighs> um, yeah. So anyway, so there are three phases to the cleanse. Um, the first phase is days one through ten. Second phase is days ten through twenty, and the third phase is really just lifestyle, introducing oh. foods back in. Um, the first phase is going to you're going to just take a break from sugars and anything that turns to sugar in the body. So it's not just you know, cookies and jelly beans, but it's, um, carbohydrates because carbohydrates really are sugars. And so it's going to be grains and, um, complex and simple carbohydrates. So it's going to be some, you know, sweet potatoes and things like that just for the first 10 days to really detox your body, kick those cravings to the curb. And then phase two, you're going to add in more of those complex carbohydrates, like the sweet potatoes, the quinoa, more higher sugar fruits, um, higher sugar vegetables. And then, the last phase is going to help you introduce it all back in. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I've tried to get across the point I'm really trying to make throughout the whole cleanse is that this is going to be, yes, I mean, you may go through some side effects, you know, withdrawal symptoms, detox symptoms, um, depending on how much sugar you eat. Um, But it really is your body responding to the cleanse in a positive way. So it's kind of a nice marker, Um, and it shouldn't really last very long. But once you get over that hump, you feel almost instantly this brain clarity, more energy. You can walk by the cookies or the sandwich or whatever and not feel like you're going to, you know, gnaw your arm off if you don't get it. Um, And it's just really liberating to feel that way, to feel like you're more in control, to feel calmer around food, and to not be always thinking about it. And so within the cleanse, I've created sample meal days. So there's five sample meal days with breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Um, It breaks it down so you have your meal guidelines. There's um, kind of a formula, protein, fat, fiber, and greens to incorporate at every meal in certain amounts. Um, And then there's a Pinterest board that I've created. I have went through so many recipes and curated an entire board of recipes. That's so cute. And products. And they're meant to be fun. And I'm a huge proponent of swap-outs. So I'm never going to tell you you can't have anything that resembles a cookie. You can't have anything that resembles mm-hmm. a taco. I don't really think that that's realistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I respect anyone out there who has to do it that way. But for me personally, you could do it that way if you wanted to. I just don't think it's realistic. Mm-hmm. I think swap outs are key. And so like zucchini noodles with avocado cream sauce with shrimp on top um, instead of you know pasta, or lettuce wrap tacos with, like, a mound of guacamole if you want it. And, you know, all sauteed in coconut oil and healthy fats. Um, I have dessert swap-outs. There's a swap-out for every single thing. I love that. Yeah. Great. Um And so, yeah, I mean, there's so much more to say about it. But this really is sort of my baby. I spent so much time with it. And throughout the whole cleanse, my mentality is if you have a day, even a full day or just a meal or anything where you're having a glass of wine or you're a little bit off. Yeah. Just keep moving. And mm-hmm. I say that throughout the entire cleanse. Do not start, start over on day one. Just keep moving forward. Because right. when we keep starting over, that's when the guilt sets in. yeah, And that's when we want to throw in the towel. Because it's like, well, yeah. I can't do it. yeah, This is too hard. Yeah. So I just want you to keep moving. All the changes you're making are so amazing. And you're still going to see results and reap the benefits. Yeah. And you're going to experience change. So keep going. I really, really encourage that. And where can people find out about cleanse.
3: They can go to my website Body Blessed by Jess. you want to so give awesome. one away to one of our girls? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Should we do an Instagram giveaway? Yeah, we can do an Instagram Okay, giveaway. so check do your favorite. Instagram Yes, yeah. with L- your giveaway for yes. one cleanse. <gasps> and
4: then also, if your listeners want to use the code Lady Gang, uh-huh. they can get 50% off the cleanse. Oh,
1: girl!
3: Wow. Yeah,
1: now that's the, a discount. Summer body. <laughs> Hot body. The there's
4: a Facebook group, too. So there's a Facebook support oh. group. So as soon as Cute. you purchase the cleanse, you'll get a welcome email from me. And then um, it's just a great place. People are posting recipes, tips and tricks. I'm helping keep people accountable. It's a really nice community. I love you, Jess. Thank you for coming. Thanks for
3: coming. Hold on. And wait, I'm all messed up with my (laughs) my front page. What are you looking for? I'm looking for the front page. Thank you. (laughs) There we go. Yes. Check her out, Bonnie Bliss oh by Jess.com. Follow her, Body Bliss by Jess on Instagram. Make sure to follow us at Kelty, at Becca, at Jack Vanick, at The Lady Gang. Don't follow Callie because she's uh, going to have a She uh, is. She's, she's a storm. Yeah. Your poor little rescue there. dog. I love her so much. Thank <laughs> you so much for coming, and we will see <laughs> you next Tuesday. Yay! Yay!
0: Join the Lady Gang every Tuesday at iTunes and at podcastone.com.
3: That's podcastone.com. Thanks for listening.